sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Man, feels good to be back. My nigga. It's been a while. A long while. Been a long time since we talked to the fam. First things first, I want to give a big shout out to my man Dre over at Supreme oh, Choppers. Yes. Oh, yes. Make sure y'all go to Dre. What is that? 1003. 1003 Buchanan Street. My nigga will chop you. We'll give you the best conversation. Trust me, dog. It's well worth it. Y'all make sure y'all hit up Dre, man. Free promo. Uh, also, I want to give a big shout out to everybody that showed up to the live podcast. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We had a cool little turnout. We had a good little little evening with everybody there. I appreciate y'all showing up and showing out with us. Yes, sir. Um... For those who went to the, the live podcast, as Dre said, there will be many more at that same location and other locations around the city. So just keep an eye out for that. Man. Man. It was, it was a good turnout, though. Really. I don't. I mean, I'm not disappointed by the turnout. Yeah, at all. But, at all. Uh, I mean, especially being like everybody, because everybody keep asking me like how I feel about it. I was like, I mean, I'm satisfied but i'm definitely ready for some bigger shit because i mean the people that know me know i i've had a little hand in throwing some parties and shit and whatnot and i mean i'd be damned if i only had 20 35 people show up to a party right so you feel me that's that was just kind of the mentality i went into it with so but like i said it was still a good turnout i'm glad everybody that showed up if you didn't show up uh take your ass over to the um break the press Facebook page because they still got the live podcast up for y'all to go watch. And we will be uploading that live podcast soon. Soon, soon. Um, just give us some fucking time. Quit asking. Uh, inquiring minds would like to know. They can wait. You'll get it. You should have showed up. Yes, sir. Alright, fuck. I want to say it again. Um, feeling good today, man. Feeling, feeling all right. We we got a lot to talk about. We've missed you, you niggas. Um, but before we get into anything, you already know we got to get into the social medias. Yes, sir. Make sure you get at me on Instagram at Rodney Boston and on Twitter at This Is Boston. Um, Beasley, you can get at me on Instagram. Twitter and Apple Connect. Well, actually, I don't know. I don't. I'm currently not on Apple Connect right now. I guess. What? What happened? Uh, your boy is broke, so uh, you know I had to say fuck Apple Music real quick. Damn. So, so you're on a hiatus for for the moment. Get at me on Apple Connect, and I'll I'll I'll, I'll throw a playlist out on your head tops for you in replace of Bleezy. Wow. <laughs> I'm throwing that end of the summer uh, playlist out. Okay, what's going to be on there? What's going to be featured on that? Man, about a half song off of Chance's album. Um, Mm. I'll throw some Meg on there. You know, it's for everybody. Um, I got a couple of songs on there. I'm not going to, like, give out too much sauce. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to give out too much. But, uh definitely be on the lookout for that i'll give out that apple connect um 
towards never. the end of the episode. <laughs> so never. <laughs> it's uh, Rodney Boston, I think, on on Apple Connect. But yeah. Well, yeah. So y'all can stick it at your boy Too Bleezy at Asian Ocho Eight. That's on Instagram and Twitter for right now. No Apple Connect, and I won't be dropping any playlists on on your head tops because Apple acting like some hoes. Mm. So, uh. I mean, it seems like it's already on the front of your mind. So, uh, how are you feeling about that Chance album? Can I give it out of a 10 rating? Do you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 3 out of 10. 3 out of 10. Yeah. For the 3 hit. That's it. Is there any reason why? Uh, Yeah. It's only two songs on there that I'll ever listen to again in my life. And it's the song with Meg, and it's the song with Gucci. We got a special guest on the podcast. Hello. Yeah, we fine. No, we went to Dollar Tree and got some already. All right. Six point five. Uh, I give it a solid three though, just because the song with Megan was good, handsome. The song with Gucci was good. I can't front on those two. Everything on everything else on that project was hot fucking trash. What? In my opinion. You don't fuck with Eternal? No. Or Go High? No. <laughs> I don't. And you know what's even worse about this album in my opinion I didn't even listen to it until like three days after it came out cause what I did I'm not gonna that's a lie I listened to the first two songs cause that's how I listen to albums I listened in chronological order Oh, okay. and the first two songs on that album I stopped listening to it for a few days because they sucked that bad damn they sucked they fucking sucked he needs to kill himself um yeah. It was horrible. And the the fact that he wanted to say this was his debut album, you should not have said that, Chance. Coloring Book was your debut album. I'm not going to shit on you with this as being your debut album. You had a sophomore slump. That's what it was. Uh, I mean, I don't feel the exact same way you do. But I know. I'm not too happy with the album. Um, I was definitely underwhelmed. Uh, the rapping was good on there, but it was just about shit that I don't really care about. You can rap about shit I don't care about. It got to sound good. I think that that is also a part of it. The song making aspect of it to me was just not that great. I, it almost feels like he's regressed. You go from 10 day to acid rap. Um, you go from acid rap to surf. surf. You go from surf to coloring, coloring book. book. And you go from coloring book to this. This sounded like really radio, not even 101. It sounded real 107.5-ish to me. Ooh. Um, it Ooh. sounded real Disney to me. Yeah, it did sound a lot of Disney-ish. 
and it's just hard to take in from a person. I understand you're at a different point in your life than you were at acid rap. I'm not judging you for it. I'm not giving you shit for that. But you have to be able to make a good song. And I feel like most of these songs were made for his daughter. For her to listen to. These Chance the Rapper is a rapper you can play in the car with your granny. And she won't tell you to turn that shit off. Probably. Okay? Probably. That's who Chance is. That's what the big day is. I'm, but I mean, I think you could say that before the big day. Even coloring book surf, I'm maybe not so much acid rap, but ten day, I feel like you can still. He didn't even curse as much on this album. He's almost he's he's borderline Fresh Prince. It's like when he tried cursing on the album, it didn't even sound right. I mean, I can't even. I mean, I can't really recall. So I'm to be honest, I haven't just gone back to listen to the album like that. So I mean, exactly. It's not whatever. There I there is no replay value in that album. Yeah, unfortunately. So. I mean, it is what it is on that aspect of it. But maybe I'll revisit it next year and I'll be like, eh, there's a couple bops on here that I fuck with. Next year. Maybe maybe this is the beginning of a wave that I don't get yet. Maybe that's what Chance is doing. I don't know. But right now, it doesn't sit well with me. And it for, for the current present time, it doesn't look like it's going to age well at all. Yeah, definitely not looking. I knew Coloring Book was a smash as soon as I heard it. I'm not going to lie. Let me, that, let me take that back. I was going to say, I didn't really rock with Coloring Book. I did not rock with Coloring Book like that when I first heard it. And it took me a few months. But then it became a, flat, a, a smash. And I don't even know that I still just really fuck with Coloring I mean, I fuck with Coloring Book. It's a cool album. But, like, it's not it's not a lot of playback on that album either to, to me personally. Other than, I mean, I like smoke break and i like uh no problems juke jam or juke jam um it's a handful of, of tracks on there that i'll revisit it's only two tracks on on the big day that i'll ever listen to again in my life <laughs> one thing i can say is though like for for me personally i feel like we were kind of misled because yeah, all the way up to the album, it was just a totally different feel. Like, all those yeah. Lucy's that he dropped sounded nothing like anything on this. Mm-mm. Nothing like that. And I am kind of disappointed Groceries wasn't on the album, but I digress. I'm not, because then he had that one song when he was trying to flow like Tisa Korean, and that shit was garbage. Yeah, Groceries. No, not Groceries. The other song, with Made in Tokyo, and who else is on that song? Oh, yeah, and yeah, the yeah, baby. yeah, yeah, yeah. He that tried to use the Tisa Korean flow, and that shit is garbage. Yeah. So, shout out to Tisa Korean for getting his feature on the album. Yeah, hell yeah, shout out to Tisa Korean. Niggas, not really, though. Man, fuck okay. that. Niggas gonna, niggas gonna start fucking with Tisa. No. Alright? Definitely not after A- this bullshit-ass R- album. Oh. Well, he didn't get to put Tisa on the album, so you can't blame Tisa for this. Yes, Tisa- you can. That is clearly an influence from Tisa. You, oh, you would not blame Tisa Korean for the big day. Let's. No. I, I can't. Fuck out of here. That nigga did not influence. Chance did that. Chance did all of that. What Fab say? Somebody did this? Chance did that. Somebody did this. Somebody did this. Well, of course somebody did. <laughs> oh, man. 
well, uh, be. I just, I, yeah, I don't know. It's just not something I'm. I'm probably gonna go back and listen to the features. How how does every feature somebody kill you on your song? <laughs> he got killed on five of those songs. He was the feature. Honestly, if that handsome song was Meg's song and Chance was just a feature on it, it probably would be a better song. If that Gucci song was a Gucci song with Chance on it, it would probably be a better song as Chance as just a feature. I'm gonna be honest with you. The verse he had on um, what's the song he has with Gucci called? Because um, when the, when it first dropped, it didn't have none of the features next to it, so I didn't know who none of these niggas were really. Right. Um. When it was a Gucci beat, was that was not a beat chance. If Chance would have had beats like that on that album, I can't, bro. I honestly can't remember what what the song even sounded like. Big Fish. That's what it was. I. He's like I swear my story just like Big Fish. One day. Big Catch hit this something. He was on the line. He became the Big Fish. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. That's what the song is. And I mean, I was fucking with that. If the album was nothing but a bunch of Big Fish and Handsomes, great. But it wasn't that. Like the song he even got with the baby, I don't rock with it. What? I don't. I'm starting to not even like the baby no more. Oh my god. It just it, and it's not because I think he sounds repetitive. I just don't want to listen to him no more. So you crazy. Until he drops a song that I really just fuck with like that again, I'm gonna have to jump off the bandwagon. Well, yeah, you hop off that bandwagon. Uh, you want to get into this Rich Paul rule? Oh hell yeah. Um, speaking of successful black men. Huh. The segue. Um. The NCAA has now released a rule that if a player is to consider going to the NBA draft and chooses an agent, the agent that they choose needs to have a graduated from college. They need to have um, a license with the NBA PA. Um, and there's one other stipulation. Some old other bullshit. Some other, some other rule to make it to where no one like Rich Paul can ever do it, do it again. Um, the reason they're calling this the Rich Paul rule is because Rich Paul is famous for getting five-star A athletes under his wing and basically telling them you have all the power, which they do. (laughs) The player has way more power than anyone else in the league, especially in the NBA. Like that will never change. I feel like that won't go. That won't revert. Yeah. I mean, I think I see what the NBA, I mean, not the NBA, the NCAA is trying to do. And, as yeah, it is some racist-ass shit. But at the same time, I think they, I mean, they waited too late. Because, I mean, unless, so they can, niggas not now sign with Rich Paul? Because he still doesn't have a degree, I guess, technically? No, if you sign with Rich Paul, you're getting drafted. Off rip. Two, you don't need an agent. Yeah. You don't so, need an agent until you get fucking drafted. Yeah, so as to why they would even say 
agents have to have some certain type of rule. Like, that shit just don't make sense to me. Like, how the NCAA gonna try and regulate some shit once niggas leave in the NCAA? That don't make sense. Right. The rule is already, if you get an agent, you can't come back. Why is it that now the agent that I get has to be the kind of agent you want me to have? If I can't come back, fuck you and whoever you tell him to give me, like, to represent me. I'm gonna get who the fuck I want to. Rich Paul didn't graduate from college. Rich Paul is just a fucking hustler. He's just a businessman. And niggas is really mad that he's finessing the system. Not clear it up. Not niggas. Oh, niggas are not mad. White men are mad that he's finessing the system. And I don't even, it's not even a finesse. Like, he just came in and did the shit better than everybody else. I mean, yeah. With the help of LeBron, of course, but. But I mean. Like, he still had to do his part, like... He he had been doing his part before LeBron had... Before he even thought about doing anything in the NBA. He had been... I don't ha- know his backstory, so all I can... All I know is that he met Le- LeBron, supposedly met LeBron in the, the airport, and it just went up. Well, he was a fashion guy at first. Okay, see, I didn't know that. Him and Dapper Dan, like, cool like that. He used to be the nigga with the throwbacks that niggas used to buy the shit from. And he, he used to buy and sell shit. He had his own little shop or whatever. Oh, he was God. a fucking hustler. So, yeah, Rich would have been on, period. Rich is going to be the GM of a fucking team one day that LeBron owns. I was going to say, and, yeah, probably the one that LeBron owns. And niggas are, and white men are going to be so upset. That's all this is. Is white men getting mad that a black man who didn't graduate from college is beating you at your own game? Uh, yeah, and I don't even know that it's so much him beating them at their own game. All While I'm sure that has a big part to play in it, I feel like it's more so them being upset that, for one, a black person showing other black people how to break this system that everyone feels like like you need to go to college and like it's just like now i mean besides the fact that like a lot of people in our age group like with just millennials and like we have so many ways of like creating money and like creating shit for ourselves like we don't gotta go to college to do shit right like and a a lot of motherfuckers are starting to realize that yeah so i feel like that's them like kind of trying to counteract like Oh nah, like this motherfucker out here trying to show everybody like you don't need no college degree to do shit. And like it's shit that other niggas been going to college to get a degree for. It ain't like a business. Like, yeah, everybody know you don't have to really have to have a business degree to run a business. Right. But shit like this, like, I'm not gonna say that I didn't think niggas could be agents without a degree, but it just never crossed my mind that niggas really I mean it never crossed my mind like you need a degree to be an agent. Think about what the agent does though. The agent just has connects. That's really it. Yeah, he really just a plug. He's just a plug. So Rich Paul came in. Not only does Rich Paul finesse the system, he relates to these players far more than the average white man. For sure. My nigga came from the slums, worked his way up. He's Rich Paul now. That's what Anthony Davis is. That's what Ben Simmons is. That's what LeBron is. Young black men who grew up to be very successful. And the NBA... I don't give a fuck when nobody say, yeah, white men run it. But the black face is the poster of the NBA. That's what brings the money in. (laughs) So why wouldn't someone who looks like me represent me? I would love someone who looks like me to represent me. Man, that's how I be feeling going to court. (laughs) Nigga. (laughs) For real, I can't trust no white man with my life. Fuck no. (laughs) Because he don't just, care about it. It's just that simple. I can't trust no white man with my life. They have a different agenda. 
white men and white women run on a different agenda when it comes to helping out black people. I will always believe that. Especially uh, in the business sense. Yeah, for sure, in the business. I mean, it's hard because you say, like, in business, like, I mean, when it comes to business, like, I understand it's, like, a way to do business and, like, sometimes shit get cutthroat in the business. Like, that's how shit be sometimes. Shit but, like, get cutthroat you said, when you don't even know it's cutthroat. But I feel like... I used to know a nigga named Cutthroat. Huh, didn't we, though? <laughs> um, that's one of the hardest names ever, fool. But I digress. But, yeah, so... I just feel like... Like, I try not to think like that because at the same time, I feel like you have to allow people to be allies. And I feel like if you constantly have that mindset of, like... Like, even though, like I said, like... I can't trust no white man with my life. And I, I mean every bit of that. But at the same time, like, if someone wants to be an ally, then I, I feel like you should allow them to do that. I mean, yes. But and even in that with effect, that, with that I thinking, still... I'm just saying, I don't, I try not to think like, oh, every white person got a hidden agenda or a secret agenda or this, that, and the third. I just let them do whatever it is they do. And I don't expect shit from them. Right. That's how I go about it. Because I'm like, because the way I see it, I don't be wanting handouts from motherfuckers anyway. Listen, here's how I think about it. Every white person doesn't have a hidden agenda, but I'm going to treat it like every white person has a hidden agenda. Okay, yeah. I can agree with that. Because you never know. You never fucking know. It could be the one smiling in your goddamn face. It usually is. That wants to take everything you own. And wants to see you or end up with nothing. Or just own you. Or wants to own you. Or take your idea. They want to do something. They want to capitalize off of you. Without your knowledge of it. That's all that is. And that's what NBA... That's what sports agents do for a living. Yeah. Like, LeBron's agent isn't Rich Paul. His agent is um, the other one. Mm -hmm. The lights... Maverick Carter. Oh, yeah. Maverick Carter, yeah. Mav Carter don't manage nobody else but LeBron. That's crazy. And he's making sure LeBron get every fucking coin he can get. Mm-hmm. Honestly, if LeBron didn't want a fucking agent, he wouldn't need it. Of course not. But yeah, that I feel like that would just be dangerous for the league. If LeBron didn't get an agent? Not just if LeBron. Just like going forward, if like none of the like big superstars got agents. And they just ran their own business? Themselves, I feel like that would be dangerous. For the league, maybe, but not for. Their, I feel them. like for them too, because I feel like it's it's causing you to one probably not focus on basketball as much. You're not gonna be able to focus like all the way on basketball and getting your business done. It's just not not possible in my eyes. I don't think. I mean, I feel that because your agent is working while you're practicing. Practicing exactly. LeBron's a different breed. And these niggas got way more time on their well, hands. Well, yeah, that's what I said. Think. Not specifically LeBron, but I think just, like, the top players in the game in general. Yeah, like, these guys have far more free time on their hands than we give them credit for. Niggas is practicing two hours out the day. Working out for another hour and a half. Fucking off for the rest of the day. <laughs> for real. They don't do shit. Uh, I wouldn't know. I know. You play a basketball game for three hours. 
you arrive at the arena probably three hours before the game. So that's six hours right there. Six. That's game. That's just game day, though. What about the day you only got practice? It's two hours out of your day. But then what about sponsorships and shit that you already got? Yeah, you got to go to events. You got to show your face at places. You got to, if you're LeBron, you got to make a movie. But I'm talking about with LeBron specifically. That nigga could represent himself. Yeah, LeBron probably could represent himself. Not everybody, but he could. Um, but yeah, I think that rule is racist. They know what they're doing. They know exactly what they're doing. Uh, let me pull up that Chris Broussard clip. Oh, please. Because for once in my life, I agree with what Chris Broussard had to say. And that rarely fucking happens. Like, like it rarely fucking happens. They're calling it the Rich Paul rule, which is appropriate, but I'm going to call it something else. Straight up racism. But instead of crying, complaining, and begging, it's time for black people to take action. You fight power with power. And one of our greatest sources of power is our athletic dominance. So I'm calling on all of our great black football and basketball players. Instead of going to these big universities that chew you up, spit you out, and don't care about you, go to an HBCU, a Howard, Morehouse, Hampton, Xavier, New Orleans, and many other schools. I know some of them are still NCAA, but at least the millions of dollars you generate would go to benefiting black people who are in dire need of economic empowerment. Secondly, our professional athletes, instead of giving two, three million dollar donations to these big schools that you stayed at for a year or two, give it to an HBCU, then they could strengthen their academic programs and their athletic programs and facilities. I don't see a single thing wrong with what he said. Not at all. I, I mean, I feel like this is something that people have talked about before and is just never gone anywhere. And, I mean, as much as I would love to see it happen, I just don't know how realistic it is. It can't happen with the players going there first. The funding has to happen before the players can go there. Yeah, because the only I, reason why they say. go there is because of the, the facilities. facilities. Yeah. Right, the amenities, what they can provide to them. A lot of these HBCUs can't provide what a PWI, Big Ten, SEC, ACC Especially school. Especially on athletics. Like, exactly. Just to be honest, most, or I ain't going to say most, I'm not going to put that out there. A lot of the HBCUs that I know of are struggling to get they're accredited or fucking just be better academically. So they're yeah. definitely not worried, of, worried, worried about, about putting shit into their sports and athletics. Right. So like you said, I feel like funding and shit like that is something that's going to have to be there first for to get these, like you said, the big five-star athletes. Because, I mean, let's be honest, bro. Like, would you rather go to Grambling State or LSU? As an athlete? Yes. LSU. And it's just that simple. Like... The coaches are more equipped. I'm not going to say more equipped, but they have more leverage with the NFL to they get got you. Connections. Yeah. yeah, they got more connections with the NFL, so you're more likely to get drafted, I feel like. Yeah, definitely. And that's what niggas' goals is when they go to college. Now, whether or not – now, I do think it would be interesting to see some of these five stars go there and see – if they would still look at them the same, even though they weren't playing up like against certain competition and shit, I feel like they could. 
I feel like that that probably would happen. Although Murray State isn't an HBCU, we see what Jim, uh, John Moran did this year. Yeah, he played up against HBCUs. But I feel like I feel like basketball is a little different, just because it's not as expensive to play. All you need is the basketball and a gym. Not that a gym isn't expensive, but most HBCUs already have the gym. So all you need is yeah. a coach and basketballs and players yeah. and a weight room. Well, yeah, that too. But I'm talking about like outside of like just actual stuff you need to actually play the game. Like football. Football, you need pants, shoulder pads, cleats. Yeah, all that shit. Yeah. So, like I said, that's why I feel like basketball is a little bit different. And because, like, I don't know, I just feel like people have never really looked at basketball as like one of those sports where if you didn't go to a big school, like, we can't really take you serious. Like, you see a lot of niggas in basketball coming from these really small schools yeah. or even HBCUs sometime, yeah. and you see them still get drafted. Or, uh, what's his name? Robert Covington. Went to TSU? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I feel like basketball is a little different. I feel like football is where you would have the most trouble. Getting, Implementing that? Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're probably right. It's just the the sheer thought of it. No, yeah, for sure. Great thought. And I would love to see it happen. I mean, shit, hopefully you can get some parents to talk to their kids and get them to understand, like, what this could mean. And, I mean, who's to say we can't get just... I feel like all it would take probably is, like, if you could get, like, 10 of the top... I ain't going to say 10. You'll probably need more than 10. If you can get 25 out of the top 300 recruits, the ESPN 300... To go to an HBCU. To go to an HBCU, I feel like that could make a difference i think it could or if you have a situation similar to what duke had where you have four of the top 10 guys go to the same school go to the same school shifting power right there and then like i again like i say yes and no because like football is just such a team sport football is such a team sport and it it i feel like football is a lot more based on chemistry than people give it credit for. Well, yeah. So, yeah. and like I said, it's just less people on the court. You, it's easy to become dominant in basketball because you all you need literally is two or three people. Uh huh. Two or three people Especially on a football team. Two or three people on a football team is not going to get it. Doesn't necessarily you. do anything unless you're talking about a quarterback, probably a defensive end, and probably a running back. Yeah. Like, it has to be people that have high leverage in games. Like, someone that's going to be constantly be touching the ball or have an impact on the game. And, like I said, again, football just isn't one of those sports where you can get that one player and really just dominate. Well, not just dominate, but dominate and really impact the game unless you're, like, a quarterback or, or running back. And we're not saying that people from fucking HBCUs don't get drafted in the NFL because it's a thousand fucking rounds in the NFL draft. I just don't think they get the same attention that other that players coming from PWIs do simply for the NFL ties. Yeah. <coughs> Those a lot of HBCU players go undrafted. Yeah. They work they go to the, the practices they go to the workouts and the and the um, the trainings and and all of that and that's how they make their roster spots. Um, they go a different route with it, but to tie it all in, the Rich Paul rule is racist, one hundred percent. We see what they're trying to do and what they're trying to stop. 
And I honestly feel like the NCAA just needs to give it the fuck up because they don't even care about people graduating at this point. Mm-hmm. They are only concerned about their dollar. And that's like what we said what we were talking about at the beginning of this subject. Like, I, it just doesn't make sense to me why the NCAA gets to regulate a rule or gets to put a rule in place about who you hire after you're leaving the NCAA. Which, I mean, I feel like that just only shows the connection between the NCAA and the, and the NBA. sports leagues. Yeah. Or just the major sports leagues in period. Like yeah, NBA and it's obviously ties. NFL, MLB, like literally everything. I think it just goes to show like... There's ties here. They're not going to give it up. The NBA is flirting with the idea of letting kids out at straight out of high school. There's There hasn't been any official fucking statement saying that they are going to do this. I mean, I haven't seen anything official, but I mean, it's pretty much damn near in stone. Like 2022, I keep hearing it's supposed to be the year of the double draft. Have you heard about that? What's that? Well, apparently that's when they're going to start allowing the high school kids back in. So instead of just having one draft, they're going to have like a big double draft. What's a double draft? Not a double draft, but like, I don't know. It's, I feel like they're going to probably have more rounds or something. I don't know mm. what it is, but it's to... So what, they got more roster account, spots now? No. It's just to account for the, the bigger sp- pool of people oh. that are going to be entering the draft, I, I'm assuming. Here's my only grievance with that. There are only a handful of players who can come straight to the NBA out of high school. The rest of you niggas need college to develop I your game. I think that probably weeds some of them out. I mean, if, I feel like in the first probably two to three years it'll you'll see a lot of high school niggas that come out and thinking they can play in the nba and i think you'll see quite a few of them fizzle out and probably end up being bust and then i think that will revert the rule again not revert the rule but i feel like it'll make niggas realize like okay look like if i'm not really if i'm really really not ready to go to the nba then let me take my ass to college somewhere they let a few niggas slip through the cracks they did. J- Josh Smith, I'm not saying he slipped through the cracks. I'm just saying he came straight out of high school. Okay. J.R. Smith came straight out of high school. Um, Dwight Howard came straight out of high school. But you're naming players that are that were staples in the NBA at one point in time. Did we think J.R. Smith would have a 13-year career? Probably not. Well, I don't know. Uh... I, didn't, I don't think nobody. Even when he was, like, early on in Denver, I don't think niggas thought that he would have a 13 14 year career granted he's he's a guy that you need though and i think it's gonna be a lot of guys like that that will come out of the uh, draft you either get guys like that like skilled shooters a skilled shooter can come straight out of high school in my opinion yeah but if just to play devil's advocate if i'm a gm why would i take a flyer on a kid coming out of high school who's just a shooter who we still don't know i mean i don't know how they'll i mean i guess they'll still have the combine and shit to see yeah that don't really tell you if a nigga can shoot for real from nba distance versus high school difference because it's a big difference yeah because they're skipping a whole college difference but i feel like it would help in a sense just because you skip that that one step of college Forcing you to only either know how to shoot the high school three. Now you got to shoot the NBA three. There's no middle three that you got to 
break out of habit of, you yeah. know? It's a huge difference. It's a gradual difference when you go from high school to college to NBA. Yeah. From high school to NBA, it's a huge difference. You see that difference. And you, you work on that. And kids these days, fucking dude. LaMelo Ball could come straight out of fucking high school. Man. Um, Zion would have came straight out of high school. RJ would have came straight out of high school. I think Zion needed college, though. He needed Coach K. Well, yeah. He needed a real basketball coach. If he would have went anywhere fucking else that wasn't like Michigan. I really, honestly, just because it's Coach K, he needed Coach K. Yeah. Nowhere else. Because you got the athleticism. Now you need to learn how to actually play basketball. And I ain't even going to say actually play basketball, but just refine those basketball skills. Because you could you could tell, like, in high school, not I'm not going to say he was relying on his athleticism because he was far, far better than everyone else Far better than everybody court. else that he was playing yeah. against. Or at least in his high school, anyway. Yeah. I, now, I don't know anything about Zion's AAU. AAU background. Well, I know he played with John Morant, but... Like, I don't know. I hadn't really heard of too much. I hadn't seen too much Zion AAU highlights. Right. I'll put it like that. Most of the highlights I seen from Zion was him shitting on niggas in, against that he was playing against in high school. Right. And he was from South Carolina, which I believe, right? He's from South Carolina? Yes. And so they don't really have that strong of a they don't. a basketball-like state. So Yeah. He was killing them niggas that he was going up against, like, and you could you could see that from just watching the tape. Mm-hmm. So that's why I say I feel like he definitely needed Coach K so he could refine those basketball skills. And Coach K is going to teach you different things about basketball that you don't know. Yeah. He's going to teach you things about life, life, gonna, NBA shit. Niggas in the NBA love Coach K. Shit, even niggas that didn't play for him, right? Love him just from what he did with USA basketball. I want him to coach Zion. He was that was probably the best decision Zion could have made. Him and RJ Barrett. Yeah. And Cam Reddish because if Cam Reddish would have went anywhere else, he'd be a sophomore in college next season. Nah. Oh. Nah, cuz he would have been he was the third option on that team. Any other team, he's the number 1 option. Do you think he could have been the number 1 option? And let them Do I think he's best suited as a number 1 option? No. But in college, he could have made it work. Okay, I'll give you that. I I I agree with that. Um, it, it it's it's a sticky situation though when it comes to the NCAA because you don't need an agent until you get drafted. Shout out to Zion for draft uh, for hiring a black woman as his agent. Really? I yes, didn't know that. he did. Um, you get all the flowers from me. In, in that sense But um Yeah bro Like That's wild It is wild Speaking of young black men And their business This has nothing to do with that I just wanted to say speaking of <laughs> Um There have been a lot of fucking top 50 lists going around Oh yeah Um Before and this is just as far pump, as music goes. Pump, pump. Yes, some podcast had Joe Budden as pump, number three pump, pump, on their pump, list. Pump, pump, pump it up. Which asks me to you, Bleezy, what is your criteria 
if you're making a top 50 list and you have to stay true to that criteria with each and every one of your picks um i think uh first first thing i would look at and probably most impactful thing i would look at is uh lyrical ability so that cuts a lot of people out um it does but at the same time like while i said that's probably the biggest portion of the pie the pie is cut into a lot of different slices okay so while it is the biggest it's probably not the biggest by that much right um another thing i would look at probably as a close second to lyrical ability would be impact on hip-hop okay so their influence yes how many sons a nigga got basically yeah, no, because I can't, you can't just, but I mean, well, we're doing, like you said, we got a whole actual, like, criteria of shit, so, because I was going to say, it's a lot of niggas out here with sons, yeah. but they not the shit. Lil B got a lot of sons. He do. A lot. He has a whole lot of sons. A lot. Future has a lot of sons. Future got a lot of sons. Thug got a lot of sons. Thug is one of Future's sons, in my opinion. I would put him more under Gucci. I'm just going off a of sound. Okay, yeah, if you're going off sound, I guess it would be a mix because I, I wouldn't say sound like Gucci, but. It, but like, he definitely came up under rap, that 1017. Well, yeah, that, not just that, but like content, what he rapping about, how, not necessarily how he delivers it, but the shit that he talking about in his raps is a lot, uh, like. Yeah, lot like, Gucci, yeah like, it's a lot of Gucci. A lot of freestyling shit. Yeah. Like, so, yeah. But like you said, he definitely do got like the future sound as well. But um, I know we don't have time to do a top fifty. Oh no. Um, I'm not even gonna try to do that. But I do want to point out something that I saw either on your Twitter or on your Instagram. Mine. Yes. Um, Having to do with a man named Will. Don't do that. Um. Don't do that. Greatest rapper ever. He shouldn't feel like that. No, 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 no. That's not what. That's not what the post said. But that's what he posted. So of course he should feel like he's the greatest rapper alive. So do you think he is? No. Is Wale? I know he's in your top fifty. Of course he's in my top. 50. He's is, in my top probably fifteen. Oh wow! Please. Alive? No, of all time. Okay, maybe not top 15 of all time. He's definitely in my top 25 still. I'm not mad at that. But Wale, in my opinion, is not in my top 50. That's cool. That's all. And that's just, that's because top 50s, people really want to argue a top 50. 50 is not that Or not a top, much. really a top anything. All of this is subjective. No one can prove any of this as fact. We can do top 50 NBA scorers by the numbers. There are no numbers because when a nigga, when a motherfucker wants to do a top 50 list, they want to go by success. Please do not go by success because that. That don't mean shit. That's, that's, that's false. Because that means nigga, whoever. That means fucking vanilla that, ice gets to be in your <laughs> top 50. That doesn't fly with me. Whoever, if anybody was to go off of that, that just means they've clearly never heard of payola. 
because, boy, Ayola had a lot of niggas lit back in the day. My nigga. Niggas was going platinum. Like, it wasn't nothing back in the day. Do you put Ludacris in your top 50? Nah. Really? Luda's probably in my 40 range. What? Yeah. Just off of sheer lyrical ability. My criteria lies with lyrics, creativity. But, okay, creativity, yeah. Creativity is a huge fucking part. And that... (sighs) Niggas are gonna kill me. Biggie nor Tupac will be in my top 50. Huh? No. Yeah, you drunk. It's 50 other niggas I'd rather listen to before them. That you'd rather listen to, but are they truly better than them? It's it's subjective. In your eyes, do you really feel like... Okay, Tupac's not in my top 50. He's not. How? Just because I don't think he... Tupac was a rapper, yes. And but he's not lyrical. Artist. He's not lyrical. He, okay, not every nigga is lyrical, but he was a great storyteller. Was he? Brenda's got a baby. Okay. What else? Nigga. Oh my Niggas go straight to Brenda's got a baby. Nigga, because that's one of Brenda. the greatest songs ever, nigga. It's not. Okay. It's not. In your opinion. In my opinion. I could... Definitely stop listening to Tupac today. You think you could write a Brenda's Got a Baby? I can't write a lot of songs. I was just asking. Tupac nor Wale is in my top 50. Biggie will be in my top 50. Hove will be in my top 50. So you got... Ludacris above Tupac? Yes. You drunk, drunk boy. Fuck out of here. What's in that... And that G and that G Ray, you got something else in that shit. Lean, maybe. And pills, nigga. You know how how zooted I get. Yeah, that's what it sound like. Cause uh, you good and drunk. No, I'm good and sober right now, my nigga. Tupac's not in my in my top fifty. Heavy D will go in my top fifty. Oh lord. If we're going off a lit, I'll go only off of lyrics for my top fifty, and Tupac still won't make it. Just because a nigga can rhyme some words don't mean he lyrical, bruh. Tupac had a bigger impact, yes. But I don't give a fuck about impact when we when we doing top 50. Top 50, lyrically, Eminem is better than Tupac. Eminem better than a lot of niggas. A whole lot of niggas. We just looking at... We obviously got two way different criteria. Because I'm looking at body of work. Um... Lyrics, creativity, like you said. Uh, I have to look at impact on the game. Because if you got... Like, if you a nigga that was doing your shit in your era of time. And then you come out and you got a whole bunch of niggas trying to rap like you. Bro, you changed hip-hop. Who tried rapping like Tupac? I ain't say nobody tried rapping like Tupac. I'm just saying... Just period. In general. Okay. Okay. And yes, you're right. That type impact don't run in my criteria though, because I feel like that's not fair for niggas that can really rap who didn't have an impact. But that's on you as an artist. Is it? 
Yeah. You're you shouldn't be rapping. I mean, you should rap to make an impact. Yes, but that comes organically. If you Wale has not made a single impact, but he rap. You know what I'm saying? Who has he made it? What niggas rapping oh. like Wale? Oh, okay, you talking about like that's as the far kind of, as just that's rapping what I'm like saying. a nigga. I'm that's not what talking I'm about saying. that. I'm not talking about that's the only impact you can have. I'm talking about rappers having an impact on other rappers and how they rap. Tupac had yes, yeah. Tupac's inspiration was Niggas can rap like Wale rap. That's why. <laughs> I, did I did I run myself into that one? Yeah, you did. Okay. <laughs> What I'm saying is like, yes, Tupac probably has one of the greatest impacts in rap history. Catalog. He has one of the greatest catalogs. I'll argue that. How many albums did Tupac have? And if we really want to go body of work, Biggie didn't even have that many albums. I mean, he only had two, right? Yeah. But I mean, that was two great albums, two classics, and not. We're gonna stop. We're gonna stop giving niggas passes because they're dead too. Let's let's stop. Because if Big nope, stop. Listen to me. Listen to me. Let me finish. If Biggie was alive today, and only had two albums, yeah, that wouldn't be acceptable. No, not only had two albums, but those were the two best albums he had. Everything else after that didn't compare to Ready to Die, or um, Life After Death. Life After Death. So let me uh, riddle you this: uh, yes. niggas look at Nas like that, and they still put him in the top. But I like Nas's. I like all of Nas's projects. Oh, you crazy. The Lost Tapes too. Did you even listen to that? Yeah, I listened to it. Beautiful. That's cool. cool. Illmatic, Stillmatic. Those are two. And that's it. Stop. That's it. That's it. You're going to act like the song, the album he had a few years ago with the song Daughters on that was trash? The album wasn't trash. The song was really good. (laughs) The album wasn't trash, but it was nowhere near Stillmatic, Illmatic level, bro. Would Jay-Z be in anybody's top five or top anything if Reasonable Doubt? And what was the next one? Yeah. He would be? Black album. That was his second. No, that's not his second. What's his album. first two albums? Uh, Reasonable Doubt and Hard Knock Life, I guess. Volume one. Yeah. So we got Volume one and Reasonable Doubt. If Hove died after Reasonable Doubt, I mean Hard Knock Life, would we? I feel like I honestly do feel like death gives a lot of niggas clout. Not clout. That's a horrible word. Death. Death gives niggas leverage. If Tupac was alive today, bro, as okay, and this is gonna contradict everything I've just said, mm-hmm. horribly per usual. Yeah, but it's a true statement. Think about it, bro. Biggie was was and will always be a better rapper than Tupac. Okay. Okay, that's not really debatable. Um, I mean, it's debatable. I won't debate it with you because I I agree. If we're talking about for real, for real, like if we're being like honest, niggas is gonna put their emotions behind Tupac. That's all that is. Niggas get in their feelings when you start talking about Tupac. Like they knew that nigga or something. <laughs> nigga named not even Tupac. Um, if Tupac and Biggie would have never died, Tupac would probably be the biggest rapper slash actor besides Will Smith. Yeah, probably. Hands down. What? So what? What you getting at, though? I'm saying his stardom would have been bigger. Oh, than just his rapping. He he would have he would have ascended to be greater than Biggie. So because you feel Biggie like would have been like another Will Smith, basically, or Ludacris. <laughs> <laughs> Ludacris. Oh. 
Ludacris isn't that good of an actor. I mean, that's I didn't mean like as far as <laughs> good acting. I just meant being in movies. That's right, right, right. LL Cool J is shit. No, like <laughs> Tupac watches LL Cool J and Ludacris in acting. If we want to go a top ten rapper slash actor, Will Smith is gonna be number one today, tomorrow, yesterday, and next year, and next year, because he's so big, people forgot he used to rap. Yeah. Right. Niggas be like, Will Smith, the Fresh Prince. Will Smith and the Fresh Prince are two totally different people. <laughs> like, that's just what it is. Yeah. Now, I will debate a nigga on that. Top 10 rapper slash actors. Tupac goes up there. No debate. Poetic Justice and Juice alone and above the rim. And his 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 performance on A Different World. Drake? He's, yeah, he's, he's up there. But he, he, has to, he has to act more. He's just been Jimmy. You've only had one role. Well, no, he had another role. The shit that he did the blackface for. That's right. I didn't like that. He was on Soul Food too. The, huh? the show. Oh, the show. Like for a couple episodes. I was like, what? I missed that. <laughs> Not in the movie. That would have been, been funny. Crazy. If he was... <laughs> been crazy. Uh, who else goes on that list? Ice T. Yeah. Ice T has to go on that list with what he's single handedly for what the fuck he's done. From being a cop killer to being a cop. I know, right? Um, who else gets to get on that list? Rapper slash actor. It's a short list of guys. Yeah, I don't... Uh, Tyrese? He's not a rapper. DMX? Okay, yeah, DMX. Romeo Must He's Die like with... that, but damn, he only got... What two movies? Romeo Must Die and Cradle to the Grave. And uh, was he not in Belly? Oh yeah, duh. Yeah. How could I forget that? Nah, no, nah, Nas wasn't that great of an actor. Let's nah, be honest. Nah, nah. Um, and that's what we're not gonna do. Yeah, that's not what we're gonna do. Uh, yeah, outside of that, it's not too many niggas that can rap and act. Eminem was just Eminem in Eight Mile, so that don't yeah, even fucking nah, count. Nah. Um. That's a real short list of people. Very short list. Um, I mean, I don't think Queen Latifah. that short. I think it's because you're trying to narrow it down to who is good acting. Yeah. Because that matters if we're going to do a top 10 rapper slash actor. Queen Latifah gets to be put in that. Hands down. Hello. Queen Latifah gets put on that list. Uh, yeah. It might fuck around and be more female rapper actors that was good than... Well, I don't know if you can say rapper, but female artist in hip-hop. That acted? Yeah. Yeah. Luda will go in there just because of all that he's done. But, yeah. yeah, Luda's just based off quantity. He'll, I feel like he'll probably make it in there. 
Yeah. And I mean, he stopped rapping a long time ago just to do like straight straight movies. movies. Yeah. And Crash Alone gonna give you my vote. Ooh boy, I hate that movie. <sighs> Nigga, you're telling me. <laughs> but Will Smith Ooh. is number one, and he's probably number two. <laughs> you don't do I Am Legend, I Robot, Seven Pounds, Pursuit of Happiness. Sleep that just saying that made me realize like how much niggas really forgot that Will Smith was a rapper because, like, when bad you, boys, when you say shit like that, it's like, oh, yeah, he's just an actor ass nigga because he really be acting his ass off. Yes, yes, nigga, so good. He got a movie coming out this year with the Fresh Prince, Gemini Man. Mm-hmm. Have you not seen the trailer for that movie? Mm-hmm. It's younger him trying to kill him. Younger him is younger him. It's the nigga that is CGI, oh, okay. but it's really good fucking CGI, and it's the nigga that is the same age as Will was in The Fresh Prince. That's crazy. Wild. Wild. And it's gonna be amazing. It's called Gemini Man. I hadn't seen the trailers for that. You know, I'm a movie watching ass nigga, so I've yeah, seen it. Mr. Movie Buff, we know. Um, who else? Rapper slash actor. It's not too many of them. It's really not. Yeah, I don't know. But while we on movies, have you seen any of the, the new Disney joints to come out? Uh or just any of the new movies? It's been a lot of supposedly good movies coming out lately. I've seen a handful of pretty good movies. The most recent, um, Hobbs and Shaw. I haven't seen that. I'm not interested in that. That movie's so fucking cold, fool. Bro, that racing, I mean, it's, it was cool. When it ain't it got shit came, to do with racing. But it's just a lot of action shit. Action movies really don't entertain me like that, bro. I thought the same, but any movie with The Rock and Idris Elba is fucking great. And Kevin Hart's in that movie, some of it, for a little bit. It's a really good movie. Um, what I see before that, I saw The Lion King. I'll give you my honest opinion on that. Mm-hmm. Could have done without it. Beyonce can't even act on a cartoon. And it just didn't sound right with that big ass lion have childish Gambino's little ass voice on it. Just didn't sound right. Mm. Um, and they took out a lot of the parts in the movie. The cartoon's far better. The original is way better than the new one. I mean, isn't that always how it is? Yes, it is. Like, I'm not going to shit on it and act like this one just didn't do anything for me, but it was it, it was what it was um i saw toy story 4 i damn near cried That's twice right twice i damn near cried um what else um what else have i seen saw that movie crawl um that movie was okay i don't I've seen trailers for that. Crawl is about uh, a woman and her dad get stuck in the crawl space and 